0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to PB PBN Style. This is the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups to find tips for growing their business using personal branding and authentic marketing. Listen, guys, this COVID-19 situation is not getting any better. And I mean, despite our frustrations and extreme desires, this means we're going to have to get much better connecting virtually. So in this episode of PB and Style, I'm going to be sharing my tips for getting and staying connected when personal contact and networking is just not a possibility, which is where we find ourselves because of social distancing. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Now, getting and staying connected on social media is not a new thing. In fact, I've been talking about it for a very long time. Honestly, if you've been a part of the Be The Brand Um, community for a while. You've heard me talk about this on multiple occasions. As a matter of fact, I wrote a book about just this thing, the Be The Brand Business Journal. And in it, I have done an entire chapter on the subject that we're going to be covering today. So I'm going to give you some of that information, but I really would, I really would, and I do encourage you to grab a copy of the book for even more tips for growing your business authentically, using your personal brand because it starts at the very beginning and provides great foundational information on how to even start developing a personal brand in the first place and then how to actually apply that personal brand to your business. So also in the book, I talk about this particular section that I'm going to share with you today. I start off by talking about like vacations and family time and other distractions that our target audience have that keep them from being attracted to what it is we're sharing it keeps us from being able to capture their attention and like i said i've said several things for years but this is another thing i've said for years and i say it's very important to keep our content relevant and relatable why well I believe that when we do this, our audience will find our social media posts, like the captions we put, the images we share. They're going to find it interesting and worth paying attention to because it's relevant to where they are right now. It has something to do with an answer they need right now, and it's current. And so you want to make sure that the content that you're sharing on social media is, in my opinion, it needs to be evergreen. Like the tips and tricks that you give in your social media needs to be something that someone can come back and look at, you know, well after you've published it and be able to use that information. Obviously, like. Like times are going to change and like social media platforms are going to change. Algorithms are going to change. Um, but the goal really is to provide principles and tips that can be applied to help you regardless of what some of those changes are going to be. That's why I love talking about personal branding, because really it doesn't matter what algorithms do. If your goal is to connect with someone in an authentic way and get your audience to know, like, and trust you, then it would behoove you to create a personal brand that is um, that transcends time. And it really is, um, easier when it's time to create content because you're creating content that is not only something that you've either been through or have a solution for, but it's solving a problem that your current audience has, which is also a reason why you should do your due diligence in, um, determining who your true target audience is. Okay. Now, all that said, I believe that when we do this, our audience will find our social media posts interesting and actually worth paying attention to, even if they're on vacation, even if they are distracted by other things. Um, think about this. So when you find someone Um, relatable let's say you're the person you're the audience and you find someone that's relatable and you find what they have to say relevant to your current set of circumstances won't you take the time to see what they have to say in their social media posting I know for me I love watching people who are cooking healthy because it's relevant to my current set of circumstances the other thing I love is watching people who are talking about lifestyle and creating one of leisure and relaxation I am always looking for a way to like make my home a haven, a place that I can come back to and feel comfortable in and maybe even like steal away some time. Like my bathroom and my bedroom, it's like like my kids know, like knock on the door, don't just walk in, that's mommy's space. But recently during COVID-19, one of the things that I've done is because all of my family is in my house. I need to find somewhere else to go, if you know what I mean. And so I have been actively looking for ways to make my outdoor area another living space that I can escape to and have like the feeling that I went somewhere or I did something different. Now I live in Texas, so being outside is really hot. But I've created a really nice living space that um I'll tell you guys this that has nothing to do with the pop with this podcast, but this is what I've done recently is I was watching something and they were talking about a coffee station. And so when I walk out of my bedroom door, I can walk straight to another door that will go outside into onto my back patio. And when we built our house, we built a covered patio. So I've also got a television outside. That's a smart TV that I recently got Hulu on so I can watch live television. So that's exciting. But I've got a really nice, like, patio furniture set that's comfortable. It's a sectional. I can put my feet up. I've got a little table I can put my coffee on in the morning, um, and then I've got like a dining room table on the other side with the pergola that's over that. And so at night, if I want to, my husband and I can come out and we can have dinner together outside under the lights. And so it just creates another environment that promotes, you know, relaxation and leisure. So. If I am looking for ways to do that, then obviously I'm going to be in search of people who are providing that type of content. So if I see something pop up on Pinterest or YouTube or or Instagram that's related to that subject, I'm attracted to it and I want to see what those people have to say. So I hope that helps you really understand what I'm talking about when I say it's it would behoove you to create content that is relevant and relatable to your audience because that is how you will capture their attention. Does that make sense? I'm sure it does. Cause I've got smart listeners. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I'm all about it. Right. And you know, I'm always looking for ways to spend, um, my downtime, right. And spend less money. And so that's just another reason. So anyone creating that type of content for me, I'm looking for it. And that means, not only is that content going to be relevant and relatable to me, but now I'm actually seeking it out. So guys, think about it. If you're providing relevant and relatable content, those, the if you've chosen your audience co- correctly, they're actively looking for what it is you have to say, even in their downtime, especially in their downtime, their downtime. So you want to make sure that you are not creating this like dated type of content too often because then later down the line, people may not be able to use it, so it won't be as relevant. And think about this podcast that we're talking about today. Yes, we're talking about tips to stay connected using social media during COVID-19, but these tips are still going to be relevant regardless of the reason behind you needing to up your social media game and stay connected. The rules will still apply. Your content will still need to be relatable and relevant. To your audience, in order for them to be attracted to it or be seeking it out, okay. So, let's look at some of the tips that I'm sharing in my book now because I believe you'll find great success when you start practicing some of them, and I mean practicing them sooner rather than later, giving our climate today. So, the first uh, thing is that social media is a beast, okay. So, the first tip I want to give you is Think of issues that you and your audience may have in common, then create unique ways to improve both of your situations. So again, when we're talking about personal branding, a lot of your personal brand is going to come from the things you like, you don't like and what your non-negotiables are. It's also going to stem from your personal experiences because out of those personal experiences, you will be able to create content because you may have overcome a situation in your, in your set of personal experiences and what you came out of may be what you developed your business around. So now you have a solution to that particular problem. Okay. So if your audience is an audience where they have a similar issue that you have overcome or found a solution for or have a product that solves then you have a parallel with your audience and you can meet them where they are in their process because you've already gone down the road and solved the problem so you don't want to throw the solution to your audience you want to walk alongside of them during whatever state of that situation they're in so that you can kind of relate to them. You can provide them with relevant content that's going to help them right now where they are. So you want to think of issues that you either had or have um, or are having right now that are similar to or in common with your audience's sets of situations and circumstances. And then you want to provide them with unique ways to improve their solution. Does that make sense? So again, remember my interests when we talked about earlier, like healthy eating and lifestyle tips? Well, if that's your wheelhouse, providing tips, ideas, and information that can help me achieve my goal in this area. And I mean like on a budget, that could be the unique piece of it. That will be extremely attractive to someone like me. Okay? So then the next tip is to create a com a community or a group on a social media platform and this is to improve engagement so once you've captured their attention right and you've provided them with these unique ways to improve their situation they might want to dig a little deeper maybe they feel like you are a great fit for them so you got to provide them with more you've got to share with them some more things so creating a group or some um, some sort of a community on one of your social media platforms is a great way to do that so with a designated space like this you and your audience can start conversations that help each other you can build community and camaraderie among each other and there you can offer your new materials you can test ideas you can encourage engagement etc i mean this is just a great way to have your people in a designated space so that you know people inside that group are interested in what you're saying interested in the way you say it so it's a great it's a great opportunity For you to pull information from them as well. It's a great place to do your polls and ask those questions to get ideas for more content because they're going to be wanting to know different things. So, you want to have a group or community where you can start really testing ideas and thinking about things so that when you are out there trying to bring more people in, you have the type of content that is consistent in a given designated place that they can go and find it and be amongst people who have similar issues and challenges and i haven't experienced this yet but there are groups that are so big that the person who started the the group really only has to pop in every once in a while because it's a self-sufficient group and people inside the group are now helping each other but there's still more people coming in because of the attraction that Answers are being given. Camaraderie is being built. Community is being built. So you want to make sure that um, when you want to stay connected using social media, developing a community or some sort of a group on social media is a great way to do that. Now my final tip that I'm gonna share with you today is to develop an email marketing campaign. And I know some people are thinking email is dead. People aren't opening email in the summer. That's not true. That is not true, people. For me, I know that um, um, people aren't able to take advantage of my content or look at my content in real time because we're talking about business owners, small business owners, think up startups and scale ups. And so they're busy doing the work of their business during the week, possibly creating their own content, working with their customer base, um, you know, dealing with administrative tasks, whatever the case may be. So maybe they don't have time during the week to look at my podcast, listen to my podcast when it comes out on Wednesdays, um, or they don't have time to sit and watch videos on YouTube all day. So they're not taking advantage of my YouTube videos as well. So what I like to do, part of my email marketing strategy is to create a weekly update. So at the end of the week, or at some point during the week, I'll send out an email that has my podcast link and my video link. And I talk, give a little description about what each is about so if they're in my email list and they're having struggles in these areas and those videos or that podcast can help them, then they have one spot in their email that they can click and not have to go to each individual platform to find it. I'm giving it to them right there in the email. Now in addition, To sharing my weekly updates, I also share information that could be helpful to my subscribers, right? That I don't share anywhere else. For instance, I might offer a discount on a course that I'm doing. I might offer a free mini course. I might offer a free consultation. Um, I might offer, you know, a copy of my book, hint, hint, (laughs) for free. I might run a contest or challenge, something like that. But it provides yet another area where people feel like it's exclusive to them and they're getting something that no one else is getting. And for that reason, people will join an email list because they want what nobody else can have. And if you're saying that, that okay, well, over here, I do this. And this is the only place I do this. So if you want this, you need to be over here. Then they will do that. And the other thing is, um, like I said, the idea here is to provide the exclusivity, but also your audience needs to feel like, they'd be missing out on something special if they don't open your emails right so um like i said if you're given doing a giveaway if you're providing uh creating a contest you know your audience is a group of people your email list is a group of people who have really jumped through several hoops to get to that point if you think about it so maybe they wandered upon your e- your website and you have a pop-up and on that pop-up it's something like a checklist or a white paper that they want more information about. So they'll put their name and email address in. So that first decision, A, was to visit your website. B, the next thing was to get that white paper or that checklist or that challenge. And they had to put their name and email address in. So that is yet another conversion that you have. Once they get on your email, you know that they have um, vested interest in what it is you have to offer inside that email list. So it would behoove you to provide them with amazing content so that they stick around. Because remember, you may be selling a course, you may be selling a book, you may be selling coaching services. Um, you might need to, um, you, you might want to like do A-B testing and find out what type of content works best, um, for your audience. But again, just like a group, on one of the platforms, social media platforms, your email list is yet another place where you have a gathering of people who are already interested in your unique style of providing content and information. So that's why I think it's really a big deal to have some sort of an email campaign, right? Now, here's the thing though, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. This is easier said than done, but it's definitely well worth your attempt. So don't get discouraged if you start this and you feel like I don't know what to say in my email. Start off with just a weekly update and then start doing a little bit of research on how to create or construct an email that your audience loves. And if this is something that you would like more help with um, and you want me to do a podcast on or a video on, let me know in the comments and I definitely will put that together for you. But even if you don't get it right, right in the beginning, The idea is to be consistent with your emails, right? This is just as important because your readers, they may not open your emails every single time, but they will come to expect your emails, right? So don't let them down. Don't disappoint. Don't get discouraged when you look at your open rate and it's not where you want it to be. All that is saying is you need to make adjustments in maybe the title, maybe the the header so that it captures their attention. Maybe they don't feel the content you're sharing is robust enough or has enough value. So maybe you need to up that game. Maybe they feel like the content isn't personal enough. Remember, we're talking about personal branding and putting a little piece of yourself, being vulnerable and transparent with your audience so that they see you can have You have the solutions to their problems, not just because you read it in a book, but because you've experienced it and they can trust that you are providing them with good information that are going to help them overcome their issues as well. So don't give up. Don't get discouraged with email marketing. It does take practice. It does take time. But ultimately, once you begin, when you really learn your audience and you're doing that testing, maybe in your Facebook group or your Pinterest group, and you're, you're getting that feedback from people, you know what to then give people in your email list. So it's all a test. It's all takes, it all takes practice and you, it's not going to be perfect overnight. You just got to do the work, put the work in. Listen, now I know I've gone through a lot And I've done, I've thrown a lot at you guys today during this podcast. And I also realized that just having the information isn't enough. So the Be The Brand Business Journal is full of quality information that starts at the very beginning of your business to help you develop a personal brand that can be leveraged for maximum brand success. What I've shared today is just the tip of the iceberg. So I want you to go and get more details Um, If that is what you need um, for building a brand identity, constructing the perfect brand message and using what you know about yourself to build community loyalty and ultimately sales. So listen to this. How you approach things in life depends on more than the circumstances being presented to you in any given situation. In my books, Be the Brand, A New and Organic Approach to Personal Branding and the BTV Business Journal, I'm exposing untapped ideas to developing a personal brand and how to use it to build quality marketing campaigns that take a little effort, but resonate with your desired audience and increase engagement and conversions almost immediately. Use the tools I give to decrease the overwhelm, fear, and anxiety that will inevitably come your way. To get your copies, visit my website today, www.AndreaPatrick.com forward slash books. All right. Now, I know our current climate is a scary one. We don't know when we'll be able to get back out there and do that networking in person or go to business events or even have coffee for one on ones. Digital connections are the wave of the future, and it would behoove you to get on board, honestly. Now, this is going to require a keen sense of who you are, what you do well, how you can use your talents to help others and what it looks like to engage meaningfully with your audience, as well as doing so um, with other marketers, right? So it's just going to take a lot more. So inside the business, inside the BTB business journal, I'm sharing detailed information that goes beyond the fluff and stuff other marketers are sharing. It dives deep for an intense look at your business from the ground up. I mean, from the rooter to the tutor, honey. So It is going to help you really develop a personal brand that can in turn help you grow your business and increase your sales. So don't stay in a state of frustration and overwhelm. Grab a copy of the B2B Business Journal right now. Now, here's a special offer for you. If you leave a comment below telling me what your favorite way to connect and engage digitally is, i am going to give one lucky listener a free copy of the btb business journal i will send it to you so i'm going to choose one lucky one one lucky commenter right so you gotta comment and tell me what your favorite way to connect and engage digitally is and i will put your name in a hat and choose a winner now i'm so excited you listened today i really am happy you're here i want you to come back for more episodes every single wednesday right here at PBN Style Podcast, which is, again, the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups to find tips for growth using personal branding and authentic marketing. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you leave a comment below for a chance to win that free BTB business journal. And um, tell me in the comments about what it is your favorite way to connect and engage digitally is. I look forward to reading those. Have a great Wednesday, guys. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AFPatrick, and Instagram at AFPatrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.